girl. Constance Hall, one of the most talked about bloggers in the country. A look out! Opinionated, raw, thought-provoking, and never shy to have an opinion. Annalise is her best friend. The yin to her yang. The gale to her Oprah. She's the chic one. Just ask her. A show for queens, by queens. No topic is too taboo. A shame-free, judge-free space. Oversharing, commiserating, and celebrating. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girls! Good morning and happy Easter, Constance. Happy Easter, Annalise. You know what? Uh, Easter, it's actually my least favourite of all the holidays. Do you know we don't actually even have to worry about today's show because no one's listening. They're all just stuffing their faces with chocolate. I know, they're all doing the air cunt. But that's why I don't like it because I can't say no to chocolate. Yeah, you can't. No, I can't. So I when it's that. around and it's just like, and then the kids get obsessed with chocolate and then they just eat chocolate yeah, they get all day. They, yeah. And then for months afterwards, they're talking about Easter eggs and chocolate. <laughs> and then also even just later that day, the sugar come down. You know, I know oh. what you mean. And they like, because I always said to kids, the only day that you can eat chocolate for breakfast. But yeah. let's be fair, my kids eat chocolate for breakfast a couple of days a year. And <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say a couple of days a week. <laughs> Now, you've probably heard of Constance Hall. She's the blogger. She's the writer. She's got over a million queens on her socials. And I'm Annalise. Annalise. I can never say my name. Anal Lice. I'm I'm Annalise. And I am her bestie. I'm the Gail to your Oprah babe for now. (laughs) (laughs) And coming up, Con, for this lovely Easter Sunday morning, we're going to be having our own bestie festie relationship counselling sesh. Oh, with the beautiful Katie. With Katie from, Todd. Yeah, Katie Persona Todd's Grant. amazing. We actually know. like, you know how everyone always does couples therapy? Yeah. And we just thought, why don't we do like bestie therapy? Bestie, bestie therapy. Bestie festie. Bestie festie. Even though, do you know why they don't do it? Because no besties ever hate each other. Yeah, Just get on true. so bloody well. I love you. Yeah, you too. Um, and Con, you had a mum uh, actually judge you for being on the phone too much recently. And we're going to hear about your reaction to that. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the mum who did that. (laughs) (laughs) No, as if I'd ever be mean. Uh, And also, Con, you are gearing up to go on your UK tour. So I'm so excited to fly for 20 hours (laughs) with four kids. (laughs) And do you know what? There's some lucky that's going to sit next to me on that plane. And he's just going to thank his lucky stars. It's it's actually would be the worst experience ever. I don't envy anyone around you. Do you know what? I have to buy like, oh, no, I'll tell you after. Um, up next, we chat to a doctor about IVF from a bloke's point of view. Really interesting. This is the Queen Sesh. Now, another rant, just to, just to change things up a bit. Yeah. I experienced something last week that really drained me. Mm. I was away, it, was, it wasn't, was it last week or the week before, but I was away in Sydney, remember? And I was, we, we were hanging out together and doing lots of like important fun stuff. And mm. I had to, it was all work and I had to be away for three nights or four nights. I was supposed to be away for a week. My daughter called me crying saying that Arlo bit her and I just burst into tears and cancelled my plans and came home early. Mm. While I was away, my cousin was doing a school run for me and she was doing school parties and stuff like that. And she told me that um, she was chatting to a mum and the mum said to her, oh, I noticed that Constance is always on her phone and on her laptop when she's looking really? after the children. And, I, and so my beautiful cousin told me and I was just like, I tried to be tough for her because I don't want her to think that I actually like care about that kind of stuff because I don't want her to care about that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah. ah, oh, well, that's life, you know. But I couldn't stop thinking about it because, you know, it annoyed me so much and what 
me off the most is that my kid's father never gets questioned for working. And I'm talking the mm. man works every day of his life. He's a hard worker. He gets praised for how much he works. He gets told you're such a good provider. You know, mm. you're putting food on the table. They never go without. You should, you've had so many kids and you, man, then, and you managed to look after them. Well done, good man. And he prides himself on it and so he should. And now I am a working mum mm. and I'm getting the exact opposite treatment. I'm getting like the whole you're making choices that are going to mess your children up yeah. because it's a choice for me to work whereas it's a necessity for a man to work. Yeah, why, and it's why just is that a annoying me. It's a, well, that's the whole thing, like, because we don't have to, apparently. And I actually have to work. Like, my kids, my twins are sick at the moment. Have you ever hung out 24-7 with sick two-and-a-half-year-old twins? No, thanks. Okay, cool, because you don't want to, (laughs) trust me. Like, everyone that walks into my house walks out two seconds later because they're both just screaming for me. It's horrible. It's so hard. And I'm so grateful to be here right now Mm. talking on the radio and to have my kids watched by somebody else. Like, I just, yeah, it's, it's mental that I'm constantly being told that this is a choice and and I also while I'm about my life Mm. people think that because I work on Facebook and I do a lot of Facebook it's just this big narcissistic Facebooky you know like I just I'm always on Facebook like what you say to teenagers get off Facebook yeah I'm actually working like I'm actually taking I do do like important business things sometimes and talk to people about things like that and you know get on the phone so yeah when people think that when people see me on the street they go oh she's on the phone again it's just like no I'm looking after my children 24 hours a day and I'm also running a business and I'm also a writer. And back the F off, everyone. Yas, queen. Yas, queen. End of rant. Love you, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the queen sesh. Con, something that you and I are obsessed with is philosophies, uh, relationships, how Psychology. do people work? And yes. How can we get on better with our partners, our kids, our friends? Yeah, why do people do the things they do? Yes. Absolutely, we love it. So Persona Grata, it's a new philosophy created by Katie Todd. She's an author, she's a Psychotherapist. She's also my stepmom. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Queen Sesh, Katie. Welcome, Katie. Oh, thank you so much, lovely Queen. So I'm very lucky to be here. Oh, we're lucky to have you. Now, tell us about Persona Grata. What is it? Well, Persona Grata is the term I've called my philosophy, which is really about cellmates or soulmates, but I've written about personalities. Mm. And I've got three animals and seven birds, and I've been writing for 16 years. Wow. And now I've got a system where I can see our strengths and our weaknesses and help people become the absolutely best version of themselves possible. And in a language we all understand, which I find very exciting. Yeah, because when we talk about animals and animal traits, we automatically understand. Exactly. You know. Yes, it gives you a visual. Even kids can understand it. So, okay, so Con and I, we did a survey before the show. Yes. And we sent you our results. And... You've come up with our top two and you're going to talk to us a bit about us and how, how we get on, what, you know, how we clash and how we can work together better as besties. And <laughs> 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 so this is a two-hour segment. Yeah. Great. <laughs> do you, Katie, can I just ask quickly, do you usually do couples, not besties? <laughs> uh, I usually, I could do any relationships. I do a lot of parenting, a lot of couples, yeah. a lot oh, of cool. individuals, whatever, businesses, whatever. It's Wicked. just about relationships. All those questions you asked at the top were fantastic. So you two have got an incredibly strong connection, 
surprise, surprise. Knows, she knows <laughs> you, that. You were total nightmares in school together yeah. because you talked all the time. You are chatterboxes, huh. you're mm. very loud, you're confident, you're very funny and you want to be the class clown. You want to entertain people. Yes, we And that's more important. Time. You laughed the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. You, you do laugh all the time. Even when you two hit really hard moments, yes. you will find that's a way. So true. To laugh about it and to get some wisdom out of it and then find a way forward together. And you share so deeply and openly that no one can really intrude on that relationship. Like you two are till the day you die. Whoever comes and goes in your life, you two are it. And it's been like that since the day you met. Yes. Soulmates. Con's tearing oh, up. I'm tearing <laughs> up. And it's, it's true. Get her to tear up. It's true. So you're both fantastic with people. You're charismatic. You're entertaining. You're loud. Sometimes people find you too much. Never. Um, <laughs> you're, you can dominate at times and people go, oh, my oh. God, I can't find a leg. You know, where do I yeah, come in? Sure. But there's a differences. There's some differences there. So shall I talk about some of your differences and where you might clash? Yes, absolutely, Katie. Let's do that. This is the Queen Sesh. We are currently in the middle of a bestie festy relationship counselling session. I know. Uh, and we've got psychotherapist and author Katie Todd here and she's using her new philosophy persona grad on us and to take us through our results. When you are stressed, and this is where we all go to, I talk about it as going to in the child where we're all under five years of age. And mm. so in couples, mm-hmm. any relationship, we go under five. And wow, that's what are our traits? Yeah, emotionally we're under five, like Donald mm. Trump, you know. Then I <laughs> so when you're under five, Con, where do you go to? Well, you're a human huge parrot and you're a raven. So you're all about community, uniting people. You've got a manic quest drive to bring people together, but to embrace diversity, to stop having these arbitrary divisions and to find a way to come together. And you're doing that and you're very open, you're wild, you're very honest, you're very charismatic, you're very funny, but you do have vulnerabilities underneath that other people don't necessarily see, but Annalise does. I, of so, course. Well, of course. Let's <laughs> tell the everyone. Thing about, the thing about Con's way of being is she likes to wing it. She likes to just say, yes. I'll go with the flow. I'll just do whatever. Exactly and right. she hates being constricted by rules. It's all about freedom. It's all about creativity and colour. And she trusts her intuition. And she's also really wise and perceptive. And she can read through people and she can read through pretend and she hates it. And she's often had foot and mouth disease where she's come in <laughs> way too blunt, too harshly on people. But she's hit the right moment because she said exactly how it is, but maybe not as kindly as she could. So at times... She gets scapegoated or resented or executed even because Mm. she puts it right out there and she's extremely brave that way. But she also rescues people too much and she takes on people and she wants to save everyone and sometimes that's a way of avoiding looking at herself. Am I right, Con? Yeah, I don't know about looking at myself. I'm definitely open to that, but I don't know why I do it, but you're right. I'm always... Like stuffing my own life up. Like I let this flatmate move in with us because he was eating out of a soup kitchen. <laughs> yep. And then it always bites me in the ass. Like it these does. people have got things going on and, and that's, you know, that's their journey. And, and it I consumes just, yeah. you. But you yeah. see, you love the drama, you love the intensity <laughs> and you're a total gypsy and you want freedom and you just want to accept it. so true. But those really vulnerable points, those hardest patterns that you keep going round and round circles and hitting the brick wall, you get to not look at those hardest bits. You look at most things, but there's a really small percentage that you avoid by playing the 
class clown all the time. And, and do you know, my psychologist said something the same thing. She said to me that whenever she goes, I just want you to bear in mind that whenever we talk about anything that might be a little bit emotional, a little bit sad, or I might bring up something that might have been a bit you hard on you. It. Yeah. And she goes, you deflect exactly. it with a joke. And I was exactly. like, I do not. And then I made a joke about it. Yeah. <laughs> I could never do something like that. No. So these are compulsive traits that I've discovered and found out, you know, in 30 years of practice and 16 years of writing about personality. Now, Annalise, yes. even though you two are so different mm. in this way when you get stressed, but when you're stressed, you go completely opposite direction. Mm. You get really anal, Annalise. You are such a perfectionist. <laughs> you are such a hard taskmaster of yourself. It's all about the details. It's all about the preparation. Yes. It's all about doing this <laughs> yes. and this and this. And if That's you're this feeling a bit, <laughs> I know. And if you're a bit unsure about things, what do you do? You add to your list. And, and I also panic. And then you and, and you get angry, Anne. And then she gets angry, <laughs> Thanks, and then Mom. she becomes a dictator, and then she issues orders and ultimatums. Yes, yes. And then she tells everyone what a martyr she is and how hard she's working. And she won't Shut up, Con. delegate because only she can do it properly because she's the only one who's got the standards that are high enough to get it done the way she wants it done. Oh, unless, it comes to, unless it comes to making her a toasted cheese sandwich when she's hungover, <laughs> then she'll delegate. Trust me. Yeah, I've seen those moments. <laughs> Everything you say to me speaks truth. So I think I think a lot of listeners are probably going to go, I want to do me. Well, what, oh, fantastic. What, what we can yeah. do is we can actually share the Persona Grata community page on our show page. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, everyone can find Katie, get in touch, find out about yes. workshops. And Love to hear from you. Thanks so much, Thank, thank you so much, so much okay. Katie. You're on the Love Queen you, Sesh. That Love was such too. a beautiful Bye. little relationship maintenance session, Con. I think we should probably do that weekly. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I thought I was going to let you have it for a while, but then I was like, oh, no, this is all sweet. <laughs> Bless my girl. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girls. And we're back and happy Easter, Con. Thanks, Annalise. Easter's never meant much to me, let's be honest. No. But, but it thank is, you. And, the, the sentiment was lovely. And you, I love the fact that everyone gets four days off work. That is Oh, that's great. the best. Oh, except that you can never get any accommodation anywhere. No. Time off work. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors about Easter. I love that everyone gets together today and has a lunch and sees the fam and I think, you know, you're you're in Melbourne seeing your fam. Yes, absolutely. I love it. But, you know, my, I think one of my biggest gripes with Easter is that I never know when it is. Yeah. Like every year everyone goes, when's Easter? And everyone looks around the room and no one knows. It, it always changes It as always well. changes. It's confusing. The worst, the worst. Yeah, it's not a specific date. And I'm ridiculously, I'm in Perth when you're in Melbourne. I know. I, I don't know why we, we can like never time work? it right. I don't know. Anyway... So still to come this hour, Constance, we've got our fave person back. With Draco. Yes. My Draco. He's like my new obsession. We've got Draco coming in to chat with us and to answer some queen advice. He gives the bitchiest queen advice. I just love him to bits. <laughs> Only <laughs> a queen can, can get do away. that. Yes, we can't get away with being <laughs> bitches. That's why I love him. <laughs> um, we're also going to chat to a psychologist a little bit about bullying and I'm going to play some some of the chats that I had with a psychologist. Lots of we're being very sort of mental health awareness today, which I like. Yeah, and we it's because I, I love it because everyone goes, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. And I'm like, no, it's Mental Health Awareness, yeah, life. Yeah. Like, that is just what we need awareness. And up next, Con, we're going to hear about the preparation, the logistics, the nightmare. That is you preparing to go overseas with your four children and travelling tribe, circus, family, sure. freaks. Yeah. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> 
Queen Sesh. Now, Annalise, tomorrow you're going to have to say goodbye to your best friend for around two months. I don't know dates. I can't do dates. I don't know when I'm back. All I know is I'm going tomorrow. And everybody keeps saying to me, are you excited about your UK tour? Yeah. Uh, no. I don't, I'm not that excited about my UK tour. My Australian tour killed me. I have a collage of photos of me sleeping in the car just because, like, the twins don't sleep in new places. No. You know, they're up all night going, Mammy. Once they start talking, it's so much worse. Like, if they just cried, you'd just go to sleep while they mm. cried on you. Like, Mammy, bottle, Mammy, TV. And it's just, it's horrendous. My other two kids just want to do, you know, you want to do everything with them. And I'm trying, I'm going real slow this time because I want to take them everywhere. But all I can think about is the flights. The flights with those twins. That, that's the thing. Like the two older ones, fine. They can watch the telly. Yeah, but even them after, a, you know, while they become pretty, like they just start pinching each other and pulling each other's yeah, hair and doing all that crap. Totally. Like honestly, in order to fly, I have had to buy like 18 packets of earplugs to hand out to strangers <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> because no, really, that's what I'm doing. Oh, it would I, be a nightmare to be sitting near you nightmare. on a plane and yes. you're, you're travelling circus. Yeah, they are tra- it's a travelling circus. It's an absolute joke. And we rock up places. We are so You know how you stink when you travel? Mm. Everyone just stinks when oh. you travel. It's something about moving. Like I can go 10 hours, 10 hours without, a sh- without a shower easy, but like not moving or something, just sitting there like so we just rank by the time we rock up anywhere and mm. – it's going to be cold and my kids are all summer kids and, yeah, so I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out that it's just going to be that exhausting. Mm. But, you know, like it's exciting. It's part of life. Like who in the – who? what kind of a woman who, like, has absolutely no career and no education and, you know, was on 20 bucks an hour while she worked gets to tattoo the UK with her book? I feel – I feel very lucky and very blessed. And oh, it's going to be awesome. A couple of years ago, I could have, like, I would have bet my firstborn child that I was never going to be in this position, like radio show touring the UK. I'm still sort of pinching myself. I feel like a bit of a dick complaining about the flights with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's valid with those twins. No offence, twins. <laughs> no, thanks. They're a nightmare. They're, they've ruined me. <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh. On a little while ago on the show, uh, I actually opened up and shared that when I was in early high school, uh, I was actually a bully and yep. nothing like you read about in the media, you know. It was catty, it was non-inclusive, just your typical, you know, mean, nasty teenage girl stuff. Mean girls. The reason that we're talking about it is not to make me feel better because it's not something I particularly want to share um, with the public, but we are looking at how can we affect change with bullying and trolls. So talking about it, hopefully, we can help someone just by yep. hearing about it. I actually uh, caught up with a clinical psychologist, which I probably should do more often, um, <laughs> Louise Adams. She's the founder of Treat Yourself Well in Sydney and the creator of Treat Yourself Well Online, and she's an author. Yeah, I wanted to share with you, Con, a little bit of our chat. If your kid is the bully, that can be really confronting because we don't want to think of our kids as the bully. But having empathy for that, it's not about blame. It's not about you're a bad person because you've bullied but it's more about how come, you know, you felt that you needed to do this or what gets in the way of you being able to be kind to this person. So trying to kind of open up and understand that people can behave in really good ways and really bad ways and you're still going to be there for them and you still want to steer them through it as best you can. I love this. Yeah. I love it so much because I love that she's not saying, you're a bad person, you bully, see you later, we're done with you. What she's actually saying is, you know, the only way we're ever going to get get anywhere with bullying is if we make it inclusive inside of the blues. So this is what you've done, but you can change. We can all change. This is why you've done it. Empathy. Empathy yeah. heals everything. And it's, it's a really 
for parents. It's about instilling empathy in our kids. And one of the other things that she brought up, uh, which was really interesting, was a lot of the time, because, you know, you know me, Con, I'm actually not a horrible person. One of the things that she mentioned... I can vouch for that. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) One of the things that she mentioned was that when people have low self-esteem, one of the things that they can do is to lash out and, and, and overcompensate and lash out at other people to make themselves feel better. And that's one of the things that I chatted with her about. Have a listen. I think it's all coming down to self-esteem, this concept of feeling important and part of the in-group and sort of feeling on top of the heap and superior to others because that's a really common way of, I guess, us elevating ourselves against other people can make us feel good. just think that's part of human nature. I was a, a chubby teenager. I was yeah, a chubby yeah, kid, you were. chubby teenager. Absolutely. And very I, typical example of somebody who had, you weren't bullied, but there was always like sort of comments. smirks and I things happening when we were in primary boys. school. Yeah, yeah, boys in primary school are awful. And boys in high school, I always got comments, you're, you're too fat and you're too loud, you're too much. You took that out on I people t- I that were weaker that than out. you. Yeah. In order which, to, yeah, again, a little bit, regain some of that self confidence It's the only way that some kids know how. Like, a lot of kids, it's the only way we know how to make ourselves feel better is by, what she was saying, jumping on top of the stack. I th- find that really interesting. Really reminds me of what they do at Rafiki Mwema when they say to the, the children who have been on the streets and they've been abused and they end up being really violent and volatile to live with. And instead of disciplining and punching them, they're like, I'm so sorry that you've been through so much that you now feel so threatened by everybody that you need to defend yourself. Mm. You know, and I think that that's really similar to the bullying behaviour rather than going, you're a bully, bully's bad, you're making people feel like shit about themselves. We could just be going, hey, what's wrong? You know, like, yeah. I'm so sorry that you felt the need to put everybody down to make yourself feel better, but let's find, find out why you're not feeling so good about yourself. Yeah, and one of the things that, that Louise and I talked about was getting the bullied and the bullies together in the same room, not separating people. And yep. so you can see there are consequences to your behaviour. If you say something, you don't even think it's that mean, but this is actually how you're affecting that other person. Yep. And this is yep. everyone having an open conversation. If yep. schools can get that happening, I really think it's going to make a difference. I completely agree. And it also goes back to what that lady was saying to us. Was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? His child was bullied to death, yeah. which was just horrendous. And she said that her child was was moved yeah. and ostracised and taken away. Whereas I think that the bullier, the bully needs to be taken away and ostracised because the bully is the one who actually needs to be rehabilitated. Yeah. And, and not and the one shown. who's been bullied. The one mm. who's been bullied just needs care and to be placed with their friends and to be, you know, like treated in a safe way. The other one needs to to be spoken to and removed. This is something we're, we're going to keep up this conversation, Con, because we are yeah, we so are. passionate about it. We're going to come up with something else to talk about it all the time because it's not an. Oh, it's not over. It will never be over until everybody's bloody nice to each other. Queen sesh. And we're nearly at the end, Con. Yes, but we've still got time for Queen Vice. Queen Vice. And as we have managed to get out of giving advice lately, which I think we're getting really good at because we don't (laughs) like giving advice. So we just like to bring, phone a friend. We get Um, so many complaints and we give advice. Yeah. (laughs) So we thought let's deflect those complaints over to someone else. And this week, by by popular demand, you might have heard him on our National Nights show, Ash London Live. We've got Draco back in the house. Hi, Welcome guys. back to uh, the hey, Yuff Draco. Hey, Draco, can we get yeah. a photo of you for our socials? I want everyone to know why you're called Draco. Uh, sure, yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> so... 
Just think Draco, think Harry Potter, think very, very chic platinum blonde hair. <laughs> natural. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag not coloured. Hashtag real. All natural. Um, but I just wanted to say really quickly, I actually, mm. we say fashions on the field, I actually did do a fashions on the field once at Gosford in New South Wales. Oh, that's probably, okay. And I came second place. So I wasn't the judge. I was like a model participant. <laughs> yep. I came second and okay. I won a bag of Southern Comfort goodies. So. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> true you know, story. Did you just put them straight in the and went and bought Yeah. <laughs> I was like, have we got like a Midori gift bag? <laughs> Some passion pole. Oh, all right. So this week, someone has messaged us on our Facebook page and you can find us if you search the Queen Sesh. It is Sally. And Sally has asked, this is, uh, you're going to love this, Draco. You're going to love this, Yeah. Sunglasses inside. This is my area of expertise. (laughs) Is it okay? I can actually picture it. I want to. I'm I'm just going to shut up. I want to hear what Drago has to say. Sunglasses. I don't know know about you guys, but I am 100 percent for sunglasses inside. Me too. Oh yes, it just makes you feel. Oh really? No. No. It makes you You feel like a rock star. My problem is Draco. I've done sunglasses inside forever because I'm always hungover, and (laughs) I now that I'm like a blogger and everyone knows who I am, they think that I think that I'm really good and yeah. that's why I'm wearing sunglasses inside and I can't wear them in airports or anything anymore because like, my family are like, oh my God, mum, you think you're so famous, take your sunglasses No, off. you can't get away with that anymore, Con. I'm still going to do it. Draco says it's cool, so it's I'm cool. Do it. It's cool. Mm. All the cool kids do it and I'm, I'm like the opposite. No one recognises me ever. Um, but <laughs> Not once we put out your photo on our face. Except, well, no, you do get mistaken for Draco from Harry Potter though. So. One time. Um, but and it if gives... I was Draco from Harry Potter, I'd wear my frigging sunglasses on too. <laughs> yeah, it, but it gives off those like I'm Paris Hilton. I'm really cool. Too cool for school. Like it gives off those cool vibes. And the bigger the sunglasses, the yep. more people are going to look at you because mm, they think exactly. they they think like, is that someone that I might oh, know? Yeah. And so I like yes. being looked at. So yeah. Okay. Well, Sally, wear your sunglasses well, I wear anywhere. Sunglasses inside because the chances of me bumping into a guy that I've shagged is very high. <laughs> and I like to not be recognised. Sure, I'm covered in tats and I have big black woofer hair. Yeah, you're pretty hard to miss, me. mate. No, but I'm. Like, to my credit, they usually try and avoid me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have time for. You can catch us the same time next Sunday morning from 7 a.m. Love you, Draco. Thanks, Love ladies. You. Thank you for coming in. And if you want to do it all again, you can catch up on our podcast. Search The Queen Sesh. Have a great week, guys. Bye. This is The Queen Sesh.